Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, and welcome to Elijah Streams. Today's Wednesday, October 18th, 2023. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley, filling in for Steve Schultz. I pray you guys are having an amazing Wednesday. You're a step ahead of me because I'm still stuck in Tuesday. We are pre-recording today's episode with Tim Sheets, and your Wednesday is about to get a lot better because Tim is going to be talking about current events happening right now. He's going to be encouraging us with prayer. And also, last time I had Tim on, he shared some amazing angelic encounters that he's had. And so God willing, I'm going to try to pull some more of those out of him because they're just so so incredible. But before we bring on Tim, we want to thank you guys so much for partnering with us as we dig water wells. You know, clean water is a luxury we so often take for granted. In Uganda, access to clean water can mean the difference between life and death. We want to thank you for partnering with us to give hope and new life to future generations. Every child deserves hope, an education, good health, a future. In Uganda, Those things are stolen from children. One of those thieves is dirty water. In Uganda, some people only have access to muddied, filthy water. It is killing them. But you can help save the future generations. Give a gift towards the drilling of clean water wells. Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. Thank you so much again for giving. You guys are so, so generous. And I just want to say a prayer real quick for those of you who have given, who are continuing to give. So Father, I thank you for those um, who have such a heart of generosity. God, I ask that you would bless them. You would bless their families. Lord, I thank you that when we give in the kingdom, it's different than when we give on earth because Lord, we're storing up treasures in heaven. Father, I just ask that you would continue to bless these precious people in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, you guys, you all know Tim Sheets, but in case you don't, he is an apostle. He's a pastor of a church in Ohio. Um, He really has a heart that burns for the gospel to go into all the world, for people to see a demonstration of the church. And I'm honored to have him on with us today. Please help me welcome Tim Sheets. Hey, Tim, it's great to have you back on. Hey, Kelsey, thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to share with you and share with uh, your viewers what I'm hearing from Holy Spirit. So thank you for having me. Well, I'm excited to hear too, because I still remember our last show we did together. And I still remember you sharing about angels and you sharing just some of the few encounters that you've had that were so profound. And I was just in my, I'm like, this is incredible. This is amazing. So much insight um, into the angelic realm, really that we need. We need to understand the assignment of angels and we need to understand what well, what are angels even doing right now? I mean, now that we're speaking, you know. Um, so I want to talk a little bit first about that, and then I know we're going to get into currently what's going on, and we really want to take this show to pray. But um, mm-hmm. Tim, what would you say about the angel at the gate, or the gate is open? And there's you said the angel gate is open. What is an angel gate, first of all? <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, a few weeks ago, Holy Spirit spoke to me, and it was concerning our times and where we are headed right now. Of course, Hebrews 1.14 says, Angels are ministering spirits sent to minister to the heirs of salvation. And throughout history, you can see uh, where God's people were in desperate situations, and the the Lord sent angels to to help them. And uh, of course, look at our world right now. Could there be a a better time for God to send angels than right now? Right. And we have to understand the significance of 
angel assistants. They are very real beings. They um, are very powerful beings, but they are beings that are always under authority and they uh, obey the, the commands of our God, the assignments that he would give them. Also, the scripture tells us in Psalms 103, verse 20, that angels hearken to the voice of God's word that we declare. Uh, when, we, when we declare the promise of God or the purpose of God or the word of God, maybe a scripture, but something that is in line with God's word, mm-hmm. and we would declare that in, in Christ's name, angels, according to the word of God, will respond and begin to connect to bring it to pass. We are in a very defining moment on the earth. Um, at, At this point, I think I would say the most defining moment in my lifetime. Wow. Throughout history, you come to various moments that we're going to tip the scales one way or the other. It's like a hinge of history, Hmm. tipping point moment. Tipping point moments have always been decided in history by who defines the moment. And our King, Jesus, is expecting his people to define this moment, even though it's a difficult moment. He's expecting his church to define this moment. And he has equipped it to, to do exactly that. He actually called his church in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18 and 19, his ecclesia, his ruling and reigning body, saying that he would equip it and give it keys to the kingdom. And whatever it binds on earth would be bound in heaven. Whatever it looses on earth would be loosed in heaven. And in this defining moment, some of what needs to be loosed or released is the partnership that we have with angel armies. Mm, um, one scripture that I think we, we need to pay attention to is Christ's own statements. Uh, I don't know that we can do better than his own <laughs> statements. But That's he right. said, on this rock, uh, a huge rock like Gibraltar, I'll build my church and the gates are the governments of hell. Gates is where the government set in Bible days. The authority of hell, the powers of hell will not overpower it or be strong to its detriment. Hell is not, we're not here to hold out against hell. Mm-hmm. No, hell, he said, can't hold out against us. Amen. We have had that backwards for way too long. Um, The church has had the mentality that we are here to hold the fort until the cavalry gets here. But no, we are the cavalry. Mm. The church is here to speak into times and define it. We can't allow hell to define this era or this time. We can't allow government to define it. Yes. And allow social media to define it. We cannot allow a fallen culture to define it. And all of it is seeking to. And yes. that's the thing, the kind of like it's all come to a head mm-hmm. in America, but not just America, other nations of the world, and of course, Israel. Yes. And the iniquity. Of, dem- of demonic culture and thrones of darkness in our world, trying to push an agenda of Lucifer. It's now come to a head. And the church has got to rise for this time and mm-hmm. do what Jesus said. He said, we will bind things or loose things, forbid things or permit things, and become very bold. One of the one of the prayers that I've been praying is the, the Apostles' Prayer in 429 of Acts. Grant that great boldness would be upon us to declare your word. 
yes. and that signs and wonders and miracles would be done in Jesus' name. We need boldness to rise to the times and say what needs to be said, not take a back seat, raise our voice, mm -hmm. and be those bold ones that speak for the kingdom of God. It's it's a real kingdom, though it's a spiritual kingdom. And uh, we have to understand that in the Greek uh, culture or Hebrew culture, Old Testament was written in Hebrew, New Testament in Greek. But their, their concept was that the spirit realm is more real than the natural realm. Mm. They thought it was more real. We, we tend to have that the other way, the natural realm is. But no, biblically, no, the, the kingdom, the spirit realm is more real because it is the eternal realm, not the yes. temporal realm. And so when we're dealing with kingdom uh, principles or angels, we're dealing with the spirit realm, we're dealing with supernatural realm. And right now we need supernatural powers, supernatural yes. kingdom uh, supernatural help from, from angels, from the Godhead for these natural times, because in the natural realm, hell has polluted. And so we, we're really living in a, in a time where we must have the assistance of angels that God promised that would be available to us. And I know yeah. of no other time quite like this one where we need that. Yeah. So in thinking about that and praying into that, maybe just, a, well, just a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, but a prophetic word was given to me by the Holy Spirit. Now this is before the shaking situation in Israel and, and what we see, although on June the 4th, Holy Spirit did speak to me about the shaking that was coming. Mm. And uh, actually that was, that was a prophetic word too. Maybe I should start there, then move into this. this. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I was going into my office early Sunday morning on June the 4th. And um, I was very burdened for, for the nation. I was getting ready to preach that morning here at the Oasis, but in my heart, and I know that your intercessors, uh, um, if they've, they've been burdened for to pray for maybe a loved one, pray for something. Yes. I was so burdened for our world. And it was, it was one of those overwhelming times. Mm -hmm. And I was praying, God, I don't know what's going on, but please intervene, please help us. Yes. And when I got into the office, um, Holy Spirit began to download a word to me concerning a great shaking that was coming. Of course, it now has come. And uh, I didn't know if it, for sure if it was a, a war season, or although I knew it was in the spirit realm, at least a fierce war season. Mm. But he said, I will now deal with the oppressors of my people. And I will move swiftly with jealous aggression for I have heard their cries, and I will break the hold of the mm. taskmaster's rule over them. Wow. Though they bow their necks in stubborn resistance, I will lead them with nose rings to their place of destruction. Mm. Like oxen to the slaughter, I will pull them to stalls of disgrace. So God's up to something. The commanding influence of the oppressor's curse will break from the hearts of my people and the disheartening crack of the taskmaster's whip mm. will no longer be heard by my sons and daughters. Some kind of breakthrough is coming. Yes. They will not toil for their enemy's gain. They will not work as slaves of cultural brutality. They will not glean empty fields because mm. they worship me. No, they will own the fields where once they gleaned. Mm. The breaking sound heard by my triumphant remnant will be the cracking sound of their oppressor's authority shattering off of their lives. And the words of their Pharaoh 
will be as chaff in the winds as my angels. Here we're introducing angels by the Holy Spirit. My angels will scatter their defiance. Michael and his chariots of fire, in the, in the Bible, chariots of fire often refer to his special forces units. Michael is the head of the special forces units. And he is also called the Prince of Israel. So right now, we know in Israel, in this war that's taking place right this very moment, yep. um, Michael is going to be very involved. Angels yes. are very involved there. During the Six-Day War uh, years ago, there were more UFO sightings than any other period of history. Really? Uh, yes. Uh, I would think I it didn't would probably know. be best called UFAs. <laughs> angels. <laughs> <laughs> but the angels are involved right now. now uh, on June the 4th, this was already being released on the earth. Mm. Why? Because this wasn't taking God by surprise. Right. Angel ar armies were already staging and they're there to help Israel. And we, of yes. course, should be praying for that. He said, Michael and his chariots of fire have received their orders. Gabriel has communicated strategies through angel uh, to angel armies and breakthrough angels are being activated. Pharaoh will not have the final word. I will have the final word. Amen. Then he gave this, um, this exhortation to the ecclesia, the true church. Ex ecclesia, contend in faith as I harden the heart of your enemies. I will harden the hearts of your enemies for devastating defeat. Hmm. Move forward as my pioneers. Then he adds this. The next three months, June, July, and August. This was June the 4th when this was being downloaded to me. June, July, and August will be months of great reformation and will begin to rapidly surge. And know the next three months, the seeds of faith planted by my people with their decrees their decrees of faith, will accelerate to fullness, producing the fruit of the seed that is sown, and my people will begin to enter new times. So this is about entering into new times. Yes. The faith decrees they've sown will accelerate to fullness, and my people will enter new times. Embrace and move into the reset I have planned that will now unfold through September and beyond. So now we're in the beyond. Because your faith, uh, decree your faith and activate my kingdom power. Decree your faith and activate angel armies. And mm -hmm. they will assist you in the supernatural reset. For the Lord says, I am releasing mighty ones to break up the entrenched evils. My unshakable will rise my unshakable kingdom will rise in waves of power and strategy as my angels run with you. So I knew something was, was up. I didn't know what the shaking was. I was asked for three months because for three months we were told to declare the promise of God's word. And we did it. We did it in all 50 States. We painted our borders. Thousands of people begin to participate um, yes. around the nation we were declaring what God said. And what, what is the shaking? And even into September, people say, where is this shaking? What is going on? I don't know, except mm. that God said it. And yep. now we see very clear yes. what the shaking was. And the whole world is now being shaken. Uh, and it's a tinderbox. But yes. we have to keep our eyes on what, what Holy Spirit said. He will bring angels. He will assist us and bring triumph, but it will also lead to a reset. Yes. Well, then a few weeks later is when we get to the angel gate. And that too was a download, a, a prophetic download. And I feel like Holy Spirit was giving prophetic understanding these last few months for this, 
for this time right now to this day, this Wednesday. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. It is now. This is a word that is happening right now in our world. The Lord said this, I am now releasing my mighty ones to break up entrenched evil. Mm. They will strike the forever losers protections. The forever loser uh, for six or seven years, whenever Holy Spirit talks to me about Lucifer or his kingdom for the last seven years, he's always referred to him as the forever loser to me. Uh, And I don't know of a better better term to call him. (laughs) He is the forever loser. That's right. They will strike the forever losers protections of diabolical root systems in America's capital and in state capitals. Michael, my war prince, has has released in sufficient numbers war angels to unlock this nation and to break barrier walls. Companies of our special forces angels, the angels of fire, have penetrated into the realms of iniquity to ambush as the ecclesia makes their commands in my name. That's really powerful. Wow, very powerful. Cover-ups will be uncovered. Giants taunting in opposition will fall. Strongholds of darkness will be destroyed and their influence shattered. My angels are merging with my people to bring the forces of uh, evil in Baal's kingdom down. And my unshakable kingdom will rise in waves of power. Hmm. Hear the sound. This would be in the spirit realms. Hear the sound of battering rams of my kingdom resounding against wicked strongholds. Hmm. The abominations will not stand. For overwhelming might will now uh, bear upon covenant breakers seeking to destroy my purposes. Mm, The advance of my kingdom will become very rapid and rapid strikes will come against hindering spirits, spirits of perversion, uh, which that unfortunately is in our culture right now, government tyranny and cultural systems that are polluted by demon powers. Mm. And the world will now see the mobilizing of my kingdom ecclesias and heaven's angel armies under Lord Sabio. That's the Lord of hosts. This will suddenly and aggressively be revealed. This Mm. is now happening. I believe this is going to be visibly seen. It will see the fierceness of hell's resistance of my kingdom superseded by the fierceness of my wrath against their allegiance to Baal. Mm. My fierce deployments will now emerge. And you're seeing in the natural realm and in the spirit realm deployments right now in front of our eyes. My intercessors are willing and they will also deploy on strike missions against hell's dominion. For no, says the Lord of hosts, a very fierce war season will now begin. This is just a few weeks ago. Wow. A very fierce war season. Engage and win it with my power through prayer, decrees of faith, and worship warfare. Know that an agitated demon realm will stir violence in the natu- natu- um, natural realm. That's what's happening. Exactly what's happening, yes. Mm-hmm. But I will send fresh power from heaven to resource you, and fresh fire will be seen of my manifest presence. Thank you. I will hover over you in manifest glory, radiating continued support as I did my people in the Exodus. And behold and know, I have now opened a door of heaven. I have opened 
the angel gate over you. That would be the war gate of heaven. I have opened the door of angel armies to the king's ecclesia. They will deploy on strike missions, for I will have my harvest. Mm. Now he said the angel gate is open. That would be the door where angels uh, come and go. The, new, the, the King James says, ascend and descend. Remember in, in Revelations chapter 4, verse 1, it says that a gate stood open in heaven. So yes. God can open the gates of heaven. He can do it. He can open windows in, in heaven also. Um, Jacob, he also, in Genesis 28, 12, you remember Jacob, when he was coming back to his homeland, he he came upon a spot and he saw a ladder that went from earth to heaven and angels were ascending and, and descending there. And he even said, this is a gate of heaven. And mm-hmm. then in a few verses later, he said that uh, he he said, this is where the angels ascend and descend. I, I didn't really know it, uh, but a ladder is, he referred to it as a ladder. Now that would be a connection. Ladders connect from a, a low place to a high place. So, mm-hmm. so we're elevating into a higher place of authority, a place where angels can ascend and descend. But he referred to it as a gate. And then, of course, Jesus himself. He spoke of this gate in John 1, 51, when he was talking to Nathaniel, and he said to him, you're going to see angels ascending and descending over the Son of Man or over me. And mm-hmm. it would make sense that now they are ascending and descending over, over his body because he's the head, we're the body. Yeah. Now, in a vision, this would be, just a couple weeks ago, October 3rd, it was a Tuesday morning and Holy Spirit began to show me multiple divisions of angel, angel armies. And there are thousands of angels in each division. Don't just think a few wow. thousands of them. And I, over probably over 10 years time, he has shown me 12 different divisions of angel armies. I know there are more oh and he is, he is showing me more, and there are millions in each, um, in all of them, thousands in each one. Oh, wow. But they were marching through this gate that he said was open. I could see them, thousands in each division. They were marching out of this gate. And in this vision, just a couple of weeks ago, the angel Michael. Uh, who is a seraph, also an archangel. And I personally think Michael is the most powerful of all the angels. That's Mm. my belief. But he was standing at this gate. Uh, I have seen seraphs of the seraphim order a few times. And beginning last year, one was assigned to us here at the Oasis. He's, He's been in every service since. Um, I don't talk a lot about this, but I am now because of what Holy Spirit's saying. Oh, my God. Now, his appearance and the appearance of the seraphs that I have seen, it's kind of a reddish gold color, like the colors of fire. Uh Uh-huh. Appearance. They're very, very big. Uh, And I mean, 12 feet, you know, they're big tall, muscular, powerful-looking beings. Wow. He had silver wings, but they were transparent, translucent. You could see through them, though they were silver. And uh, his eyes were piercing, just Mm -hmm. a very, very powerful being. He had a gold belt around him and uh, just exuded power to, to look at him and and yet exuded complete 
peace and like a being that's completely at ease in who he is, what mm -hmm. he is, and he is under authority. Um, I'm adding this because of how I felt. He's he's bad to the bone and he knows it. <laughs> but he wasn't arrogant about it. But I was like, this is a powerful. Now he didn't say anything as he was this he was standing at this angel gate mm -hmm. that was open in heaven, and all these angel divisions are coming through that gate. He didn't say anything. He just stood there in this vision that I was caught up into just two weeks ago, and he would nod his head. And when he nodded, a division left the gate and took mm -hmm. flight. And he would nod, and another one division would take flight. Wow. And then another and another. This just, this just kept going. Uh, as I said, for the last decade or so, Holy Spirit has been teaching me about angel armies. Uh, it's a story way too long to get into for this, but it's in my angel books. But he began to teach me the in certain div divisions of angel armies. For example, government angels. Mm. When I see government angels, they angels are identified to me, uh, Kelsey, as by the by what they're wearing how they appear uh -huh. similar to how you might see in our military. This uniform looks like it's a Navy guy or, or guy. Right. It's right. A, it's a, this one's Marines. You can identify it. Well, angels, he began to show me angels that way. I could tell by how they looked and dressed what they were. And I began to see government angels and these angels always wear a, a purple sash. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, in the Bible, government is pictured in the color purple. Kings wear purple. Fine mm -hmm. linen It's a government authority color. And these yeah. angels are, are that way. And they assist us when we make government governing decrees in Christ's name, or we pray a decree, or we believe something and say it, confess it. Mm -hmm. uh, these angels are part of those that involved in connecting to bring it to pass. So I began to see them and they took flight from this gate. Also evangelism angels, breakthrough angels, um, a seraphim that I, uh, there's, there's a lot of different. Um, the seraphs are from um, Isaiah six, right? That's where people would most famously get the depiction of seraphim angels, right? The one that came with the burning coal and touched Isaiah's lips, right? Yes, Six he did. wings, burning, mm -hmm. burning ones. He came with a message to Isaiah. The question was, who will go for us? Yeah. Uh, remember, God, and Isaiah said, well, I will. And the angel, uh, which was a seraph, flew to him and took a coal off the altar, touched his lips, why to purify his message? because he was going to be sent into the world with a message. And so that's a part of their. So are serifs, are serifs, would you say they're like agents of purification? You know, they, is that and, part of what they do? It is part of what they do, but it's not. Okay. Serifs have throne room ministry mm. and they take their orders from the Godhead. And in the in the scripture, we are told that seraphs attend the Godhead and minister to the Godhead. In fact, they minister there and at times will declare the holiness of God. And they declare the holiness of God so loud that it says sometimes it shakes the pillars, so the, the doors of the uh, of heaven. But their assignments are given by the Godhead. Now, seraphs are the most powerful angels of all the angels. Mm -hmm. All the other angels are somewhere underneath of them. They're the highest ranking, and they're the most powerful. They take their orders from, from the Godhead. And you see this in the scripture, uh, especially with major events. For example, 
one of the first times you see seraphs ministering was there was a time when Lucifer, who was also a seraph, by the way, but he rebelled. He was also an archangel, but he rebelled. When he determined that he was going to take over heaven, and you can see this pictured in Revelations chapter 12, but he led a rebellion of one-third of the angels against God. And he said, I'm going to exalt my throne above the, the, the angels, and I'm going, to sit, I'm going to sit on the throne of heaven. I'm taking over you. It was a coup. Yeah. When he did that, it is important to me to notice, and, and again, I'm seeing this right now on planet Earth. Um, when that happened, I suppose God could have taken care of that situation a lot of different ways. I mean, he could just spoke and vaporized them, I guess. He could have done it a lot of ways, but it, to me, it's important to see how what he did do. Hmm. He turned to a seraph ministering in the throne room. That seraph's name was Michael. Hmm. And he said, Michael, take care of this. And Michael and his angels fought Lucifer and his angels. And Revelations chapter 12 tells us that Michael and his angels fought and threw Lucifer and his angels out. Yeah. But a, a, an angel, a seraph, was involved in dealing with a battle for the throne. Wow. And Michael, we see, was more powerful. Lucifer and his entire angel network, mm-hmm. all his, they were not a match for Michael and his, let alone the other ones, let alone God himself. <laughs> right. You see how powerful these angels are. Yes. Uh, so and now the um, um, uh, another time, it's time, it's time to, for Christ to come to earth. All right, he turns, the Godhead turns to another seraph that's attending them. His name Mm -hmm. is Gabriel. Gabriel's a seraph. He said, Gabriel, I want you to go to earth. You're on an assignment. I want you to go and I want you to communicate to Mary and tell her what's going on. Then he was sent again to Zechariah and Elizabeth. And then later on in the book of Acts, you see where a seraph sees Herod setting upon his throne and he's taking glory to himself. And it ticks this angel, this seraphim off, and he smote him, struck him. Mm-hmm. And Herod died four days later, eaten with, with worms. Anyway, these are very powerful angels yeah. that are given assignments from the Godhead to help battle demon powers, thrones of iniquity. And now I'm seeing in this vision, Sarah released. Wow. And I believe that now they are released to help the ecclesia battle demon thrones over nations. And you see it going on right now. Yes. In Israel. And we already know who that demon throne is, that demon prince is, because Daniel in in his book describes him as the prince of Persia, a fallen Mm. demon prince. And who came and fought that demon prince? Two seraphs. Wow. Michael and Gabriel. It was time for the captivity to end in the book of Mm. Daniel. Jeremiah prophesied the 70 years, and it was up. So Daniel begins to declare the word of the Lord, and the Godhead sends two seraphs. Uh, First, Gabriel comes, and he's trying to get through. And for 21 days, there was war in the heavens, it says. Yes. And on the 21st day, God turns to Michael, the war prince, and says, go break it up. And he Mm. did. Right now, I believe in that area over Israel, you're still dealing with that demon prince. Uh, Persia is our modern day Iran. Mm. 
help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. And right now, there is a fierce war going on. But God, just a few weeks ago, told me, I'm opening the angel gate. Amen. And a part of what I am sending is Michael's armies and the seraph. Why? Because you've got to take out the demon powers that are behind this war. See, it's yes. not just a war in the natural realm. We've got to understand it's more than that. Yes, we pray, and we're going to in just a moment, but we've got to go beyond the natural realm and see the demon power that is fueling this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about unreasonable actions, atrocities yeah, that horrible. just are unthinkable. That it, the, the perversion behind it, the diabolical nature of it, it's, it's otherworldly. Yeah. And we have to understand that we need to engage with that. So God right now is saying, okay, Ecclesia, rise, pray, partner with me, partner with Lord Sabaoth, Yes. Forbid, permit, permit, pray, declare your faith, yes. and partner with angel armies. And I'm going to send the mighty ones to assist you to tear this down hmm. and uproot it like he told um, uh, Jeremiah that he would do. Yes. Here's another word that was given to me at the end of all of this. And I, I, I feel this, it might lead us into our, our prayer time. I, um, I, you get me on these things. I'll just keep going until you say, let's pray. I want but you anyway, to keep going. Yeah, go ahead. This was a download that at first I was like, what is this about? But now it makes sense. Um. King Jesus says to his church, the coalition forces, listen to that. I was like, now you, you, a few weeks ago when this was being said, I, I was like, <laughs> okay, Lord, the coalition forces of my kingdom are now being called to the battle line. Wow. The synergizing strength of my allies, my allies. Hmm. Joined together for my kingdom cause has never been stronger. My angels, my remnant warrior armies, that would be the heirs of God, the joint heirs with Christ, um, the ecclesia that, that I just talked about. Um, my remnant warrior armies, Holy Spirit, my Father, and all of heaven, have allied with me and my kingdom. Hmm. Think about this. They've allied with me and my kingdom. Fight one of us, you fight us all. Wow. So God is partnering. Okay, you want to fight? You're going to fight us all. And I'm involving myself and my angels. You're going to fight us all. Oh. Covenants are established. Treaties have been signed with my blood. Alignments have initiated assignments. And the strength of my coalition is filled with overwhelming might. No, hell cannot prevail. My Amen. church will prevail. My remnant will prevail. Amen. For yes, my kingdom has been attacked. And yes, my remnant has been pressed in great battle. But know that a mighty kingdom is allied with you. It's not just the natural kingdoms. Right. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven is allied. Know that the king of heaven and earth is allied with you. Know that Holy Spirit and his angel armies are allied with you. You will not fight this battle alone. Amen. My kingdom allies are rushing to the battlefronts. My powers, uh, my anointing to prevail is coming mm -hmm. upon you. Engage. Engage the enemy's kingdom. Engage his followers with great boldness. Reign with me as authorized heirs. Partner with heaven 
run with the angels. Follow Holy Spirit's leadership and expand my kingdom upon the earth. The mm -hmm. angel gate is open. Wow. So Holy Spirit's been preparing us for a fierce war season. Yes. Saying, yes, the cup of iniquity is it's full. Yeah. And we're going to have to fight some battles. Yeah. But you're going to triumph if you'll stand. And I'm going to be partnering with you. My entire kingdom will ally with you. So and I feel a part of our, our time right now for the ecclesia, for us here, for those listening today is to partner. Yeah. Yeah. Pray. Yep. Uh, it's not just automatic. We have to engage. He said, engage. You've got to engage in prayer, engage yeah. in faith decrees, yes. uh, engage. And, and uh, I'll do what I say, but you must make your stand. Yes. So I feel like at this defining moment, um, Kelsey, we've got to make our stand and it's got to just, yes, we've, we're going to make a, a stand for Israel in the natural realm. Thankfully, yeah. our nation will, and we will do what we can, but it's got to be more than that. Yeah. And it's got to, we've got to engage the powers of hell and say, yes. you're not going to win. You're not going to intimidate. You're not going to, you're not going to triumph and steal, right. kill, and destroy. Yes. We are going to raise our voice using our authority. And with our king's help, with angels helping, <laughs> uh, we're going to, we're going to win. Yes. And also, uh, I think we ought to add this caveat. When he said there will be a great shaking but it will lead to reset. Mm -hmm. he, he also, and, and, and this has to be said often, and I try to say it often, Hebrews 12, you're part of a kingdom. It is a real kingdom, though it's a spiritual kingdom, but you're a part of an unshakable kingdom. Hallelujah. Don't get shook. <laughs> is this a time when you look and say, wow, it's, it, it, it would tend to shake you? Yeah, oh yeah. But he said, no, you're a part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. I'll shake everything else. I'll shake what needs to be shaken or I'll allow it to be shaken. But don't you get shook. You yeah, stand. So you good. stand in faith. You pray. You pray. Yes. And you keep praying. Pray for mercy. Pray for grace. Pray for the release of, of angel armies. Pray for victory. Pray yes. for wisdom for the, the leaders and the uh, generals and the armies and you know engage yes uh, but don't get shook and remember there are 365 references in one form or another so one for every day that in one way or the other in the scripture says fear not yes I'm amen when he's with us and he's promised that he would be we don't need to fear He's partnering with us and he's bringing allies to the battle line. Yes. Amen. 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 Well, let's, let's pray now, Tim, let's pray all together um, just for Israel, for America. Um, just anything the Holy Spirit's leading you to, to pray for. Uh, uh, this morning I awakened and uh, if we've got the time, I want to pray because of the background of what I just went through, Daniel's mm -hmm. prayer for his nation. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like it applies to America right now, just defining moment. And it sure applies to Israel and to yep. the people of God. But this is a prayer that was on my heart this morning. And uh, I'll start there and then just kind of branch off maybe and pray for our nation, our world, our pray for Israel. But I hope you catch the passion of this man who was praying. He was praying for his nation. It was in captivity. It was in a mess. Yeah. Bad times. They were 
in Babylon, Babylonian captivity. But he hit his knees and prayed, and in answer, God sent seraphs. I just went over. Mm-hmm. All right. This I'm, I'm reading this out of the uh, Message Bible. Praying earnestly, fasting, fasting meals, wearing rough burlap and kneeling in the ashes. So descriptive. Uh, I poured out my heart, bearing my soul to God, my God. Daniel's praying. Oh, master, great and awesome God, you never waver in your covenant commitment. And you never give up on those who love you. You'll never give up on us. Some may need to hear that today. He's not going to give up. He doesn't give up on us. He said that He said that to Joshua just before crossing over into the promised land. I mean, can you imagine being Joshua? Mm-hmm. You're taking over. It's your turn to take over for Moses. Right. And God said to him, one of the things God said to him, I'll never give up on you. So powerful. I'll never give up on you. Yet we have, you have sinned in every way imaginable. We've rebelled, dodged, and taken detours around your clearly marked paths. Daniel's praying. We've turned a deaf ear to your servants who preached your word to our kings and to our leaders, our parents and all the people in the land. Oh God, we've been exposed in our shame, all of us, our kings, leaders, parents, before the whole world. Mercy is our only hope. Mercy that your compassion provides. And that your grace lavishes upon us. We paid no attention to you when you told us how to live. We ignored what you said and we defied your instructions and did what we pleased. And now we're paying for it. Master, you are our God. You delivered your people from the land of Egypt in a show of power. People are still talking about it. We confess that we have sinned and that we have followed the wrong paths. So, listen, God, to this determined prayer of your servant and have mercy on us. Have mercy on our ruined sanctuaries. Act out of who you are, not out of what we are. Yes. Wow. Turn your ears our way. Oh, God. And listen, open your eyes and take a long look at our ruined cities. We know that we don't deserve a hearing from you. Our appeal is to your mercy. This prayer is our last and only hope. Master, listen to us. Master, forgive us. Master, look at us and do something. Master, don't put us off. Your your people are named after you. You have a stake in us. While I was pouring out my heart, bearing my sins and the sins of my people, praying my, my life out before God, interceding, While I was absorbed in this praying, the human-like Gabriel, the one I had seen earlier in a vision, approached me, flying in like a bird about the time of the evening worship. He stood before me and he said, Daniel, I have come to make things plain to you. Could you imagine this? Well, Praying and fasting for 21 days, Gabriel flies in like a human bird and says, I've come to answer your prayers. Relax, Daniel, Gabriel continued. 
I'm glad he said relax. If that had been me, <laughs> that would be the first word I wanted to hear. Relax. Relax, Daniel. He continued, don't be afraid. From the moment you decided to humble yourself and receive understanding, your prayer was heard. And I set out to come to you. But I was waylaid by the angel prince of the kingdom of Persia and was delayed for a good three weeks. But then Michael, one of the chief angel princes, intervened to help me. I left him there with the prince of the kingdom of Persia, that fallen prince. And now I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you understand what will eventually happen and the victory that is ahead for you. Wow. That's a prayer that we can pray for this nation and Israel. Lord, would you come and minister to those that are in harm's way even this day in Israel? We can only we can only imagine what it's like to be shot at and bombs explode around us. It's happening right now in your holy nation, your nation you called yours. And we pray for the angels in their orbits in the heavenly places from the gates of heaven would begin to fight alongside your people and bring them victory. We decree that angels fight the principalities and the powers of darkness. That wicked prince of Persia that Daniel had to deal with that is now being engaged again right in front of our eyes. Engage him. Engage him with your church and the prayers, those powerful prayers of your people going up right now, right now today through this live streaming and this prayer time and through the churches of the world, engage the powers of hell. We bind, we bind the work of demon thrones and darkness. We bind the work of hell in Jesus' name. And we decree that angel armies are hearkening to prophetic words of our times just as they hearkened to prophetic words in Daniel's time. How many prophetic words have gone up? How many decrees, Lord? How many many faith declarations? How many promises have we laid hold of? But now, God, activate them and let the angels begin to connect them to great victories. We pray, God, that the prayers of your people would be heard. You said if we would humble ourselves and pray, you would hear. Release, Lord, as you did in Egypt. Yes, miraculous deliverance. May we begin to hear, even in, in the, on the news, miraculous deliverance, powerful miracles as signs in the, in the heavens and clear signs upon the earth. Release su- supernatural power. And Lord, you said, while the shaking would come, the cup of iniquity was full and it would it would happen. You said it would lead to a great reset, a resetting to covenant roots and a resetting to a harvest season, even a billion soul harvest. And so we're asking, Lord, for the great reset to begin, that a great revival would stir out of the ashes of this shaking, that great victory would indeed come in all realms. And out of that, Lord, the great harvest that you have promised. Mm -hmm. And so today, Lord, we're asking that there come a synergizing of the prayers and the decrees of your people, even at this moment. And your word says, if we agree, we agree as touching anything that we ask, you'll do it. So we're asking today and we're agreeing for great victory to be given in Israel, and in the nations of the world, and in our nation of America as well, all the nations, Lord. People are watching from everywhere, and their heart is reaching out to you just as surely as Daniel did centuries ago. 
hear our prayer. You have a stake in us. We're your people. And so we thank you for hearing us. And we declare it all in the name of our King Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow, Tim. You're I can't believe the words just of the words you've read on today's show that you received even months and weeks ago. I mean, so just exactly. And like you said, at the time, as prophetic people, we receive stuff. We are like, I don't know. I don't know. And then it comes to pass and you're like, oh my gosh, Lord, you'd been speaking to me. So it's, it's really amazing that the Lord had been sharing so much of his heart with you. And I mean, we're so blessed to have you on and all pray together. I mean, there's, I feel such uh, like the Lord's heart is so on this program right now, just as we all link together in prayer, like you said, from all over the world. It's incredible. So thanks for coming on today and giving us some of your time. We love you so much. And Tim, for those who um, don't know how to follow you, where can they get your books or where can they um, follow just, you a little closer <laughs> than just on go, here? <laughs> you go to oasiswired.org. That'll get you to the Oasis and all of our different uh, platforms or Tim Sheets Ministries, uh, timsheets.org. It's uh, uh, that we have a resource uh, library there of all kinds of books. I I got uh, well. I've written on angel armies and how they assist us, but also angels on assignment. And there's also one for your children on uh, uh, angels uh, uh, with feathers, um, <laughs> and uh, it'll teach your it'll teach your kids about a- angel armies. Planting the heavens is another aspect of how we decree, but you can get them all. I, I think I, I forget, but I think I, it's 10 or 11 books on there, wow. but also other resources uh, are, are on there. And uh, uh, hopefully you can take advantage of that. Well, Tim, before we close today's show, would you just pray uh, for the people watching um, sure. those who maybe do have some fear that have, cause of all the prophetic words, I mean, there's a bunch out there right now of, you know, get ready, buckle down, prepare for something crazy and fear is entering in hearts. So just before we close today, I really feel like we just need to pray over those um, whose hearts are worried. Lord, you said peace was available beyond our understanding. And in times that are difficult, like we see and we see the visuals on TV and it's tough and we hear words that are difficult and our heart goes out to people. And yet, Lord, we, we know there is a transcending peace that is available. And we pray for the God of all comfort to, to be present with your people now. And that great peace would come. And even in the Valley of death, you said that you would be with us and, so we pray, God, that, that that would happen and that we would look past beyond just the shaking because in the prophetic words that you gave, it continued past into times of victory, mm-hmm. times of triumph, yes. times when, when you turn things for our good. May we grab hold of those times, Lord, with our faith now and say the God who promised that yes, or or showed us that there would be great shaking also said he was going to reconnect and give revival and triumph. Mm-hmm. So let us see that. I pray for an atmosphere of the kingdom of, of Christ Jesus to permeate around your people and in their heart, infuse their heart with with hope and with peace yes, because we know Lord that you are on our side and you will, you will anoint us to prevail and that you will give great victory. And so I pray God for peace beyond understanding Mm. to rule their heart and their minds in Jesus name. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thank you for praying with us. Thank you for giving. Um, we love the Elijah uh, Streams family so much. You guys are wonderful. So thanks again for joining us, Tim. Thank you so much. You guys do not want to miss tomorrow's episode. Lou Ingle is going to be on with us. It's going to be amazing. So we'll see you right here tomorrow. God bless you guys. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.